You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome in to a cold Tuesday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number. If you'd like to jump in on the show with us this morning, the Twitter or X at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. The email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download that Tide 100.9 app to that smartphone and you can take us with you any where you go. All right, uh, we want to thank Yellowwood. Of all the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors, no matter what your project is this season. A pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand, pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks, so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. Head down to your local dealer. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Only one yesterday, Kevin Skarbinski will be with us at 730. We'd love to have your phone calls between now and then. And then we can take phone calls the entire uh, rest of the show. We'll have some Nick Saban sound who met with the media. I've got uh, Noah trying to pull a little Kirby Smart sound as well. Uh, Kirby speaks very highly of Jalen Milrow. Uh, almost says that he's better than uh, Tim Tebow. Uh, so he speaks very highly of Jalen Milrow. And I'm sure I would as well if I was getting ready to play him in the SEC championship game. Uh, the rankings come out tonight, Dad. It'll be interesting to see where uh, Alabama lands. I think it'll be the exact same, to be quite honest with you, as it was Probably as the AP poll. Good morning. How are you this morning? Um, hanging in there. Um, yeah, probably will be. It'll, it'll be close to the same. I don't think it'll be much change. It's, these games here will be the deciding factors. So I'll kind of jump around with you this morning a little bit. Um, uh, we've got a lot of portal transfers, which I'm not going to name all those. A lot of coaches being fired and a lot of coaches being hired. Uh, Fran Brown, who was a defensive uh I don't know if he's a coordinator, but assistant defensive coach at Georgia is being looked at by uh, by Syracuse. Don't know whether that'll happen or not. Alabama will play tonight at 8.30 against uh, Clemson. I think Alabama's a nine-point favorite. Auburn will play tomorrow night at home against Virginia Tech. Um, the games have sort of been matched out best they could. Uh, good against good. Uh, Miami is representing the, the ACC versus Kentucky, so we'll see what happens in that particular game. Um, when you get ready to watch the playoffs for football, uh, Oregon and Washington will be the first game on Friday night at 7 o'clock on ABC. Um, I thought it was interesting that uh, Jim Harbour would say that uh, really and truly uh, the hatred between Michigan and, and Ohio State to some degree was manufactured and I kind of believe that's happened sometimes. I'm not saying it does Alabama Auburn, but but I think it does sometimes. It's manufactured by people who, you know, want to make the hatred that bad. But uh, he doesn't. I think Jim Harbaugh said it 
so pretty much like it like it uh, happens to be, uh, like it goes on personally. So I don't know. There's, it was hyped up a lot. Outside forces tried to come in and stir it up, but uh, he didn't say it was good, but he didn't say it was quite that bad. Um, let's just see, what else? Um, Purdue. Purdue, I, I've studied them pretty much, so I like Connecticut the best. Purdue, team Alabama will play, and also Arizona. Those two, of those two teams, I like Arizona is, is better than Purdue. I think, even though Purdue's got the seven, seven foot six guy, whatever he is. So that's kind of where they are. We are in basketball. Uh, uh, the assistant coaches at Florida uh, were fired. Two of the assistant coaches were fired at Florida in football. And so, uh, uh, for Barry's information, uh, he's already probably already knows this. Elko, uh, the new coach at uh, Texas A&M, will get a lot of incentives. He'll get uh, a salary pack for his assistant coaches of eleven million dollars to give the, the assistant coaches the way he wishes. He will get a total of forty-two million dollars for for six years, and the incentives will be. I looked at the incentives; they're okay. And uh, coach of the year, coach of this, coach of that, win this, win that. But uh, forty-two million for the six years is is what they've come out and said that uh, he would receive. Um, that's really about all I could find that uh, would really be of any interest. Some of it we've got some transfer people transferring, people are disgusted with stuff, but. Uh, Outside of that, you wouldn't be particularly interested in that, I don't think. All right, I want people to put your Alabama hat down, Noah. Put it to the side. Uh, that I think you and I try to be, I guess, I want to use the word fair, realistic about what's going to happen with this uh, college football playoff. If Alabama wins, all right, let's say they win the game. If they lose, there's nothing to talk about as far as Alabama goes and the Final Four what else needs to happen uh, in order for Alabama to make the college football playoff? Now, we'll see tonight. And if Michigan wins, uh, Dad, I would say a slam dunk. If Alabama wins and Michigan wins, Michigan is going to be number one. So that's that's done. The Washington-Oregon winner, would you say they're pretty safely in? Uh, I would say everybody's going to argue, why is Oregon ahead of Alabama? Guys, they just are. So you can argue that all you want. Uh, but would you say the Washington-Oregon winner will be in? I would. And um, the other factor, too, for people to say that is that they make darn sure that they get the eastern part of the United States industry regardless whether they like Oregon or Washington. Well, what, yeah, uh, the western part, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I'm sorry. All right, yeah, so, so, so there's two. So we're saying Michigan's in. Uh, the winner of the Oregon-Washington game is in. Uh, and then that's where it gets a little bit tricky. Uh, if Florida State wins, Dad, are they in? Well, I certainly think they should be. Uh, they're representing that league, and they've they've gone through it pretty well through injury and all. I, I don't I don't think they're the best team. I don't know that they. I don't even know that they qualify really to be the best team of the four. But I I would think that it would be hard to take them and send them out. Uh, I, I don't know what the committee would feel like on that. You know. I think one of the things that's interesting is to take the committee and look at them and see their backgrounds and so forth. But that doesn't really matter now. But I would say, I would say, um, 
Joe Mickey would have a hard time dismissing them if they, if they win. All right, so we're saying Michigan, Oregon, Washington winner, and this for whatever, we'll say Florida State, if they win, they're in. Now that comes down uh, to where it gets hairy for Alabama. If Texas wins and Alabama wins and they're sitting there both 12-1, and one, I just don't see that. I mean, I think people and you maybe even think the committee is going to jump Alabama over Texas with that win over Georgia, but they're going to say we got the win over Alabama that beat Georgia. Do you see any scenario where the committee jumps Alabama over Texas if Texas wins? Well, there'll be a discussion prior to this uh, by the committee before they ever, before they ever see the score, uh, before they ever watch the game as to what would happen if the number one team is beaten by somebody like Alabama. And uh, that will be hashed over and over and over because of what you're saying head-to-head. And, and um, the the second criteria, I think, uh, in reading the criteria, number two is head-to-head competition. So uh, if Florida State could lose, and I don't know if, te- if Texas could lose – then I could see a scenario where it would be Michigan, the Oregon-Washington winner, Alabama, and Georgia. I think I don't think I think Georgia would probably stay in it, uh, and that's if Florida State and Texas both lost. Well, I think if you have, uh, and just because it's it's a big world that we live in, a big the the, the there's going to be a lot of Big Ten people. Uh, past people uh, in the, on this committee, I think, uh, for some way or another who has been involved with Big Ten football. Uh, I think they would pretty much do what they could do to stop two teams from the SEC getting in. Well, I don't uh, think they could control it if those things happened. Sir? I don't think they could stop it if Florida State and Texas both lost. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so if you're, if you're really, it, people, if you really want Alabama to get into this playoff. What about Ohio State now, Barry? Yeah. Oh, and then there's Ohio State. That's a problem. They're ahead of Alabama. They're ahead of Alabama too as well. Yeah. So, well, Alabama's win over Georgia jumped them over it. So you really need Texas. Ohio State. You uh, know, his Ohio State can't lose. You yeah. need Texas. And you need Florida State to lose, uh, in order, and I think if those two things happen, Florida State's a two and a half point favorite. Your, your problem is Texas. They're 14 and a half point favorite over Oklahoma State. That game's played in AT&T Stadium, uh, there. That's the only scenario I see that gives Alabama a path into the playoff. Yeah. Well, they, they only have to, not only have to jump, uh, Texas, they have to jump Ohio State because as as, it, as we're looking at it today, Ohio State is ahead. Yeah, so the poll tonight will be big now. They may say that the champion, uh, we got to take the conference champion, Alabama over Ohio State, so that could change it. I right, get to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Phillip in. Good morning, Phillip. Hey, Phillip. Good morning, y'all. How you doing? We're good. Okay. I'm trying to be realistic this morning, Philip. I, I, people do, oh, yeah, you got to put them in. We got to look at what needs to happen. And I think Florida yeah. State and, honestly, Texas need to lose in order for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I think that. And I think it can't be a combination of the two. I think it's got to be both. Yeah. Um, so so that's the problem. Um, and, you know, Louisville, I thought, was – 
I don't know that it has to be both. I think if Alabama beats Georgia, I think they'll jump Ohio State. They could. Now, if, if Alabama does like uh, Rip said yesterday and, and jumps all over Georgia and, and really solidly beats the Bulldogs, that's going to be a tremendous asset for Alabama. I, I, think, um, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Well, I said it not because I said it, but I think, I think, I think that's one time where score is a real big look. Look, absolutely, the, the absolutely. Score the, yeah, yeah. the score of the game yeah. is big. Go ahead. Sorry. As far as tonight goes, after Ohio State got beat the other day, I, if I was on the committee, I would have a hard time uh, inserting Ohio State above any of those of those other contenders right now because Ohio State is not able to play in a championship game like Michigan is. Um, so to me, Ohio State is eliminated already. I don't think there's any way they should even be in the picture at this time. At this time. Yeah. I think they should fall to eight. The AP uh, has them five. Uh, they have them. And see, I just, no, I don't six, understand. Six, six. I'm sorry, six. See, they don't even have the, they're not even in a playoff game. So, yeah. I have a problem with that personally, and anybody can correct me. I'll be glad to, to get corrected on that. As, but if I was on that committee, I'd have a hard time allowing them to upset the apple cart for, for seven other teams that have to, that are in contention. I think if Texas and Florida State both lose and the Georgia-Alabama game is close, I think Georgia and Alabama will both be in the playoff along with Michigan and the Oregon-Washington winner. I think you're absolutely right. And, um, but that stinky Oklahoma State team, can they do anything with Texas? Uh, I don't know. Uh, this line's 14 and a half. Uh, I still can't get over the, the South Alabama game. Why did that, <laughs> and the line in that game was like seven. What did you tell, what did you say, uh, just now? Alabama and Georgia can get in based on what? If Florida State and Texas both lose. I think it would be uh, Michigan one, Oregon Washington winner two, uh, Alabama three, and Georgia four. So you'd have a Michigan Georgia. Where's Ohio State? State? I think they'd jump them. I think Alabama would jump them, and I don't think Ohio State would be ahead of Georgia. I think Alabama. Hey, I don't believe that. I, I can't see how how a team that doesn't play for a championship at this point, or I, I mean a league championship, can. And outrank, outflank, and outrank teams that are in contention for league championships or the playoffs. I don't think they will, and I think they'll hide behind the conference champions. Yeah. And then I don't think they drop Georgia. I just don't. I think Louisville can beat Florida State. I just don't see Oklahoma State yeah. beating you better, Texas. You better get a run down to the voters. Yeah. Hey, hey, y'all. Let me ask you a question. Can, can Alabama cover Georgia's receivers? Brock Bowers, uh, no. Uh, I don't think Brock Bowers is guardable. Do you? If he's playing. He's he's fast, he's very physical, and his yards after catch are unreal. Uh, the line's gone up to six in the Georgia game. Um, my yeah. question is, uh, can if Jalen Milrow plays that and Phillip, if he plays lights out against Georgia... Let's say, because you know they're coming after him, right, Philip? I think Kirby's yeah. coming after him. If he plays lights out, should he go to the draft? 
Um, hey, not, you know, he might. I mean, is his stock going to get any higher than what he's coming off that, no. that great throw? No. Uh, if he, if he can do that against Georgia's defense, uh, that I don't think his stock could get any higher next year based on what he's done. Well, a question to go along with that is, uh, a kid I like, uh, Philip may not like him and he may not either, but, uh, would, uh, would, uh, Ty Simpson leave. Well, you know, I mean, I think that's, you know, I think that's possibility. We just don't know yet. I don't think he would uh, Milro went pro. I think he'd No, no, no. If he went pro, no, he wouldn't go pro. He wouldn't leave him. But I think he's going to sit there and pull his pudding for another whole year. I don't think so. I think this thing uh, fell up when we got to get to break. If he plays bad against Georgia, they expose all his weaknesses. I think he has to come back. I think if he lights Georgia up, I think he's got to go. Be quite honest yeah. with you. Can, can Alabama score 21, 21 points on Georgia? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But I, I don't think Alabama's going to beat Georgia, but I think they score 21 points on Georgia. How 21. about you, Bear? Yeah, I think they can get 21. Do you? Uh, I think they've got to have 24 points to be in the, in the possibility of winning. 24? 24. I think they better get 24 points to have a possibility. Yeah. They got to stop all these. They cannot make these snap I mean, errors. They cannot have all these errors. Hey, they just, uh, Georgia's got, you know, Georgia's got a no-name quarterback who can really play. Yeah, I he, mean, he is good. He, he does he not good. get enough credit uh, no, on what they're not, doing. He doesn't even close. Even close. He's a no-namer that can really play. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he committed to Alabama. You remember that? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I do. Here it is. I'm no neighbors will get get your kill because you, you get get your kids ready to play them. Yeah, well they'll be ready. Hey Nick, hey Nick Saban knows he committed to him at one yeah, point. No, they'll be ready, but being ready and being able to stop him is two different things. Thank you, Philip. Thanks. See ya. All right, two men in a truck. They're at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up the boxes, the packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Where it's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today for the free estimate. Two zero five two four seven. Five zero five zero two men in a truck. Movers who care. Somebody call me and tell me the scenario that has to happen. Don't just say if we beat Georgia, we're in. Uh, I don't think that's, I don't even think you believe that. Uh, it's a possibility, but there, you gotta have a little bit of help there. Let me know what you think. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, just some minor congestion in our major intersections like Skyland at 69. Now, if you see conditions, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. 24-year-old Ifan Giuseppe Carter has been charged with four felonies. That's after an investigation allegedly found he was using social media to solicit explicit material from a young child here in Tuscaloosa. Carter's being held in the Tuscaloosa County Jail without bond this morning. Click TuscaloosaThread.com throughout the day for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's absolutely free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine today, the high 51. Clear and cold tonight, the low 27. Tomorrow's sunny with a high of 56. Thursday, partly sunny during the day. Rain moves in Thursday night, the high Thursday, very close to 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 32 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Find Tide on Twitter at Tide 109 to keep up with show announcements, guests, and our reporters in the field. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room 205-342-9904 if you want to jump in on the show. I, I need somebody else to call me. I need a referee to call me. Um, that I don't know the rule on... Uh, when you have three guys in motion, I just looked it up. An illegal shift is called a seven-one-two. A shift is when two or more offensive players are in motion at the same time. The shift becomes illegal if they do not both reset prior to the snap. Uh, this this is something that Georgia has been doing, um, and they caught uh, the last game that they played. And so I was on another radio show, and I asked uh, Cole Kubrick about it. All right. And he said that they could, uh, that they, they, now these guys were down in their stance, but just before they got ready to do anything, they moved. Now that was, that wasn't the kind of movement that you're talking about where the guy stood up and, and walked, you know, more, more obvious, I guess. Well, there's but, shifts and there's yeah. motion. Like yeah. Okay. That could, yeah. that, that could have been, and he claimed that there was a, there was a rule where they could shift over. When they did, whoever Georgia was playing, I'm sorry, I can't remember, they jumped off sides. Well, you know, Auburn did it to Alabama. Uh, they yeah. had three guys, uh, and it's saying, I guess, that they all have to go at the same time. I, somebody give me the rule. I, well, I Co- well Coach, when you read Coach's lips, he said three men in motion. Yes. That's what he said. Yeah. I saw him <laughs> talking to it him. It was almost like, like Hugh Freeze and Gus Malzahn, they come up with those type of plays. Yeah. That yeah, I remember their one play that I can't even remember now what it was that Gus Malzahn did against, uh, and everybody thought yeah. it was illegal and it they wasn't. Illegal. They keep those up their sleeve yeah. for the iron ball. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. You're right. I mentioned that on on another show. I, I feel like that Hugh and them do a good job of really getting in there with the, with their staff and finding uh, some pass routes that they can run to to you know. I don't know much about it, but uh, do some things. Uh, you know, concrete, it was just like I tried doing basketball. Try, you tried doing basketball, something that's really good, and they they do a good job with it. So it was a um, controversial call, and uh, I, I had not, I had asked uh, uh, Cole Cube about that way before this ever happened. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, somebody called us about men in motion, what's legal. And then, is it illegal? I know everybody, Alabama fans are screaming about this, and I'm not being smart. Like, to block the punter, if you, I mean, you can block the punter, all right? Uh, now, I don't know if he, he was way downfield. The guy did block him, and then he, he laid on him. Is that illegal to just get, go down and lay on the guy? Is that illegal? Uh, if, it, if, if it's, it's pronounced seconds, it would be. He blocked him, and it really was. It wasn't a blindside block, I don't think. You know, if you're an Alabama fan, you might say it was. But, and I don't think the guy was trying to make a tackle or anything, so it wasn't really necessary to knock him to the ground. But can you not? 
Is it illegal to block them to the ground and then just jump on them and lay on them? I don't know. I, I bet not. I don't, I don't have the answer. If somebody knows those rules, either send us in the app. Somebody did ask us about the people in motion. I just don't want to answer the. I think they can have three in motion, uh, but supposedly they have to all start at the same time. Then uh, two of them have to get back set, but I could be completely wrong about that. So, uh, But I think. I think they bring out these plays that you don't really know that you got to run to the rule book to see what's legal and what's not legal, and they uh, save yeah. these plays uh, for for important times. There's a, there's a lot of a, the, there, uh, people don't realize there's a lot of pressure on the on the officials. Yes, uh, people don't you have no idea that play jumps in front of you there, uh, regardless of what you think about playback. Uh, it, it's 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 helped. Uh, does it too long? Yes. Uh, but it is it, it it gets it pretty accurate. Uh, so uh, it, it, officials have a lot of pressure on them. Uh, they do. I just don't understand when they go to replay, uh, and it looks so obvious. Like I, I thought the one play, um, I think it was on Milro, um, was targeting. Uh, when they came out, a guy just hit him straight with his helmet. But everybody that I was with was arguing that wasn't targeting. I don't know what targeting is then. I look well, like targeting you, to me. Well, if you're, you know, if you, if you raise your head, it's where your head is. If you, you don't target as much, you know, if your head's still down, you're trying to target the guy. Yeah, they didn't even look happened. at it. Well, well, they didn't throw the flag. I'm sure they looked at it in the booth. All right, we'll take the break here. We'll get. Uh, we'll get Kevin in. Royal Cleaners, they want to make your life easier. You're going over to Atlanta. You need to get that game day outfit ready. Then call Royal today. They'll come to you, pick up all the cleaning, get that outfit cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off, do it at University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. Give them a call today for all your cleaning. 205-391-0034. Royal Cleaners for all your cleaning needs. Listen, Tide 100.9. It's the home. Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Just some minor congestion at our major intersections like Skyland at 69. Now, if you see conditions, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. Alabama, Georgia. 10, 5, touchdown Alabama. It's the SEC Championship live from Atlanta, Georgia. Let's get out of here again. Alabama wins it. Cheer on the Tide this Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on the Bulldogs. Our coverage starts at noon from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. On your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner too. Join Tide. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Yellowwood pressure treated palm from Great Southern Wood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then... Believe me, you don't want to get to the Yellowwood Hotline. He's a freelance writer also with uh, the Birmingham Lead with AL.com. Also with our Coach Sofley program. Joins us every Tuesday, Kevin Skarbinski. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? Hey, Kevin. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm good. How are you? Uh, you want to go, Barry? Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish, finish this scenario for me, please. 
Okay. If Alabama beats Georgia on Saturday, the following things has to happen for Alabama to get in the NCAA, get in the, the Final Four. Okay. So what would they be? Oh, I thought you were going to give me a scenario. No, when I was, no. Oh, okay. Give me the uh, give me the, what else has to happen if Alabama beats Georgia. Okay. Uh, Washington beats Oregon. So that knocks out Oregon. That puts Washington in. We've already got in Michigan. Uh, Michigan beats Iowa. So we got Michigan. So Michigan. Michigan's yeah. in. Washington's in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then Oklahoma State beats Texas in the Big Twelve. Texas has two losses. Yeah. Um. So then you've got Ohio State. Well, you got Florida State. State. Does Florida State? Florida State would be. Yeah, Florida State would be. When are they in? Again, it depends what happens elsewhere, but I think they. I think in this in that scenario, if then okay, let's say Florida State beats Louisville. Then you got Michigan, undefeated, Big Ten champion. You've got Washington, undefeated Pac-12 champion. You've got Florida State, undefeated ACC champion. You've got one loss, Alabama, as the SEC champion. Uh, Oklahoma State's not getting in as the Big 12 champion. So really, at that point, it's Alabama-Georgia is is your choice, I would say, for the fourth spot. Or Ohio, and Ohio State, are they out of it? Not well, being a conference. I think I, I really think they're out of it. I do too. I think they're out of it. I think they have not. It, it's if they had looked more dominant, if they had been more dominant, if they had looked better on offense throughout the season, but they struggled on offense at different. At, you know, can, not every week, not every quarter or every series, but they they were not the Ohio State offense we're used to seeing. And they didn't really appear to get better as the season went on. So you factor all of that, and and they're, what's Ohio State's best win? Notre Dame. How good a win is that now? So you factor all of that, and and then it's Alabama, Georgia, and Alabama is the SEC champion that just beat Georgia. Alabama goes, and Georgia, go ahead, and Georgia with, you know. Having won 29 of its previous 30 games, having won the last two national championships, truly, again, you want to look at this just looking at football teams, even if, if unless Alabama just blows them out, and even, yeah. maybe, maybe even then, Georgia's one of the four best teams in the country. There, there's no, whatever happens Saturday, Georgia, I think, has established it's one of the four best teams in the country. But you can't But they're probably going to be on the outside. Yeah, so... If Texas wins and Florida State wins, there is no scenario for Alabama and Georgia to get in, correct? That's problematic. That, that's that's problematic. For both, right? For both, yeah. Well, again, we're assuming an Alabama yeah, yeah, yeah. win Alabama, over Georgia. Yeah, yeah. If Alabama doesn't win, then obviously Georgia Yeah, if Alabama win. loses, they're not getting in. But if Georgia so, loses, there's a chance neither get in, correct? There is, yes. because And then it comes down to... All right, <clears throat> because even if then it doesn't matter whether it's Oregon or Washington, one of them's getting in, whoever wins that game. And then Michigan, now, the real, <laughs> you know, some people cheer for chaos. 
Well, what if Iowa beats Michigan in the Big Ten championship game? And Oregon beats Washington. And Texas wins. And Alabama wins. Then what happens? I, I don't even. I, 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 need, I would need a legal. I would need a legal pad. Yeah. A, a completely a blank legal pad to start <laughs> looking at those scenarios. Yeah, yeah. Because Iowa really and look, I everybody laughs at Iowa because they they play you know like it's the it's the eighteen nineties and and they're still running scrums on every play between the tackles, uh, but they they've got ten wins. Yeah. You know, they just, they find a way to win. I, I heard, I don't know what was the comparison. It was a, it was an absolutely absurd comparison yesterday. Someone else on, on another radio station said something along the lines of, you know, Iowa was like, and it was a team in the SEC. And I thought, no, that, and the other team, in, and the team in the SEC, it was like Kentucky, I think maybe. Iowa's got 10 wins. Now, they may not be a great football team, but they've got 10 wins in their conference. I'm not in their conference, but they got 10 wins playing in the Big Ten, and I know they play in the weaker division, et cetera, et cetera. But they could, I, again, it's a long shot, but that could, that's the one that really would throw a, a wrench in the works. Is there any scenario where Alabama, if Alabama and Texas win, I don't see a scenario where Alabama jumps Texas. Do you? The uh, If... Alabama beats Georgia by three touchdowns. In other words, if they do something like they did in the 2021 SEC championship game and Texas stumbles and bumbles, turns the ball over, falls behind, uh, and manages almost in spite of itself to beat Oklahoma State in a game not unlike, remember, 2009. Alabama is Alabama beats Florida, undefeated Florida in the SEC championship game to go to the BCS championship game. Texas played Nebraska and and Demacon Sue, and it was an ugly game. Texas looked awful. They got time, you know they they threw it. I think Colt McCoy threw an incomplete pass late, and it, there was a debate whether there was still time on the clock, and Texas had to kick a field goal on the final play to win. So they won the conference championship, and they, and they got in the BCS championship game, but they just did not. They looked really bad in that game. That's the kind of thing. That's the kind of thing it would take. Texas just looking, not looking like a playoff team, not looking like a championship team, and stumbling all over itself, but still managing to find a way to win. Or Oklahoma State does something incredibly stupid, like, I don't know, Dropping eight and putting and, and not even rushing three, but essentially having three people stand at the line of scrimmage and do nothing and and let let the Texas and let uh, uh, Quinn Ewers throw a touchdown pass on the on the uh, you know in the last minute unless they do something stupid like that. Does the committee uh, when the when it comes out tonight? I'm gonna be looking at Ohio State. They should be eight, right? Uh, if they have them ahead of Alabama and those teams, I think they'll probably jump them if they win because they say, well, they, did, they won the conference championship. Now we put ahead. But don't they need to go yeah. ahead and put, put them at eight now, get them out of the way? Uh, because if Alabama loses, then Ohio State is going ahead of them anyway. That's going to be the one team I'm interested to see where they put tonight, Kevin. Yes. 
I think you're right. I think that is going to be very curious uh, where they slot them. And it does. And some people there. It, look, it's not inconceivable that they will slot them ahead of Alabama. That That's not that's the kind of thing they've done before. But it will be essentially meaningless because Ohio State is done. They're not playing Saturday. They will not be a conference champion, whereas Alabama is and can be. So yeah, and it can that can easily flip. But so I I don't know. That's going to be very very curious because they have obviously been pretty high on Ohio State despite the eye test uh, all season. Is it fair, uh, Dad? I want you to ask. Is, is there any way if Florida State wins that you leave them out? You can say, well, they just don't pass the eye test. The quarterback's not as good. Is there any scenario they're left out going? 13 and 0. I suppose there is, but it, it's hard for me to envision that. Yeah. If you're an undefeated Power Five conference champion, even if your conference is the weakest of the Power Five conferences that season, and that's fair to say about the ACC this year, you just look at the, even though they, they look at the athletes Florida State has, even with Jordan Travis out. You know, their quarterback didn't play great against Florida, and it was an environment not unlike Jordan-Hare Stadium for the Iron Bowl. The swamp was lit. It was loud. It was full. They wanted nothing more than to beat their rival and knock them out of the playoff. And with with a backup quarterback, Florida State still was able to win that game and really kind of take control in the, in the second half. So, it, look, they they've... I, no, it's hard to imagine. And it really would be, how unfair would that be? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like they're, they're not playing, uh, they're not playing a Conference USA schedule, for example. You know, they did beat Clemson, which is a good team, not a great team, but be, they became a good team. You know, they, they've got some good wins on there. Louisville will be tarnished a little bit because they lost to Kentucky. That was not good for Florida State, but, you know, overall, if they win two games with a backup quarterback, both away from home, one in the swamp, one in the neutral site on, uh, tomorrow or Saturday, then I, I think you got to put him in. Dad and Kevin, do y'all, next year, would this, with this Alabama-Georgia game, they would both be in the playoff. Uh, if this is a pressure game this Saturday. I mean, you know, you lose, you, you could be out. So you, <clears throat> you almost, you got to win it. Would it be a tough ticket if it was a 12-team playoff? Would this be a tough ticket uh, over there knowing that both teams are in the playoffs? you got to save your money because you want to go to the playoffs. The championship games are really going to lose their luster at these power conferences like the SEC, in my opinion. Or is being an SEC champion, is that really going to mean something, Kevin? Well, that's a very good question, and we haven't really had that kind of scenario um, the only, you know, t- two years ago in 2021, Alabama had to win, you know, similar to where we are now. Georgia was undefeated. Alabama had to win because it already had a loss. They had to win, win the conference championship. And then in that, but in that case, you know, so that's somewhat similar in that Georgia knew it was in win or lose two years ago. It, you can't say that for both teams this time. Right. Alabama knows it's out with a loss. Georgia could get in with a loss. It would take, again, some shenanigans elsewhere, perhaps. But, yeah, that's it's going to change the dynamic. There's yeah. there's no doubt about that. 
Um, and, you know, so we've had a lot of SEC championship games where you just knew Alabama, for example, was in, even if they, even if they lost the SEC championship game, or at least we've had some, but, uh, so I don't know that, uh, look, it's still me. I think that, you know, it's, it's an interesting, that would be an interesting poll or survey. And I think it would skew towards the older you are, the more you appreciate winning an SEC championship. Yeah. The more you understand that that still means something. And especially when you've got 16 teams in the league and two of them are Texas and Oklahoma and, and you, you win that league, that's going to be pretty special. I think it would be a tough ticket because I think the rivalry is back between Georgia and Alabama. I think, oh, yeah. I think, I think you have a rivalry of, you know, they won three in a row. They got an Alabama coach over there coaching them that worked for Nick Saban. The rivalry is not the Tennessee, not the Tennessee rivalry that I know years ago, but the rivalry is back. And, oh, you'd, you'd pay through the nose to get a ticket, I think. Yeah, I think I think they've. That's a good point, Wimp. They've risen to the level that every time they play, and and ESPN reported, Chris Lowe reported yesterday. What is it? September twenty eighth next year. They're going to play in the regular season. That game will be a really tough ticket, regardless of the way this season com- can, completes for either team. So every yeah, it's special now because they don't play every year, or we don't think they're going to play every year. We don't know because. The SEC only has a one-year schedule slotted for next year. They haven't decided beyond that what they're going to do. So, yeah, that, that's a that's a big game regardless of where they play, when they play, or what the stakes are. If they do play, will each team have their same head coach? <laughs> next year? Well, they're playing next year in 28. I ask if, if they, when they do they, play. They are playing. They are playing. You're saying the next time. You're saying the next time they play in September. Yes. Yeah, well, well, each team have their own head coach. <laughs> same head coach. Uh, at least one team will. Same head coach. Excuse me. Same at least one team will. How about that? Okay. Good answer. You're, uh, I see you're, uh, I see you're still on that. I still, I see you're, you have not strayed. From the same subject you brought up last week. Yeah, I just, I just asked a good question. I thought um, you did ask. A, that is a good question. If you're <laughs> That's a very good. Question. If you're Hugh Freeze, do you ever get over this loss? I mean, I don't think he slept as he said no. sleep one no. week. You got Alabama. You got them beat. Now you're you're kicking yourself for not rushing more than two. You got a spy. Like the guy's not going to run thirty-one yards. Um you got to go to Bryant Denny next year, so you know your chances of winning here are probably not real good. Uh, if they would have won that game, what would that have done for recruiting? Uh, does he does he ever get over this, Kevin? Uh, personally, no. <laughs> I mean, it, those. I mean, how many? You know, you if you're a competitor, you remember things like that. You'll remember moments. You'll remember decisions like that last decision the last, on defense for Auburn. And and they didn't even really look, it, they basically had three spies because the two the two guys on the outside on the line, they didn't I mean if if you call that rushing, they were not giving max effort to try to get to Jalen Milrow. It was almost as if they had a three-man three-man spy team. And they were forming a little bit of an, uh, an umbrella to prevent him from running, which makes no sense. And you know what else makes no sense? Uh, why were the DBs not lined up deeper? Go go watch, especially the sideline 
view of the play. DJ James, who ended up man for man somehow on Isaiah Bond, he you know he ran he's, initially. He's running with he stayed. I don't know what I can't remember now if he was at the ten yard line or. But why are you not in the end zone? I mean, well, they, they, I don't thought did I didn't think they were lined up deep enough to start with. Did they have a timeout left? I uh, don't think so. If you did, I don't, uh, you would kick yourself saying we should have called a timeout. For not using it, yeah. yeah just get everybody yes. set. Talk to everybody about everything, the scenario that could happen. Like, there's just so many things you would beat yourself. Yeah. Beat but, yourself I mean, out. Alabama did call a timeout. So, I mean, they did have time. Yeah. You know, there was there was time to say, okay. And he has not backed off support, you know, in his, in his comments after the game, his press conference yesterday. He has not, he has maintained that that was the right call in that situation to play that, that defensive set. Uh, and he just said essentially they didn't execute it. Certainly the DB never saw the ball. He never turned around. Uh, it just, it just doesn't seem like it was a, I don't know how you can argue that giving someone any, I mean, any quality SEC quarterback, Give him that much time to pick out a receiver is it's just foolish, and and I don't think enough people have really understood how good a throw that is. That was a tight window, yeah. And, and then all the pressure. I mean, this it's this is it. You know, you your whole season is riding on this throw on the right arm of a guy who has been <laughs> criticized consistently for his accuracy, not necessarily on deep balls, but this is more of a, I guess this is, a, I don't know if you consider this a deep ball. I guess it was, but he threw it about 45 yards and he threw a dime. I mean, you can't place that ball any better than he did. That is one of the all time great throws given all of the circumstances that Jalen Milrow made and the patience. Think about that. The patience it takes your everybody's heart is beating a million miles an hour at that point, except the players. They're playing. They're they're playing. But even them, you got to think. You know, maybe they're beating a little bit faster. But he was so patient, and and that patience and looking to the right and move. I mean, it was that was as good a good a throw by a quarterback in that situation as you'll ever see. Now, if if uh, now you know good and well that this day and time money talks. Everything else, <clears throat> money sure talks and people walk. Would it surprise you if Ty Simpson went to Tennessee or Auburn when this season is over? Well, let me yeah. Before you answer that, too, if Jalen okay. Milrow plays lights out against Georgia, does he need to go to the draft? I mean, his stock's not going to get any higher after that throw against Auburn, and you put and you you <laughs> line up the best defense in college football. You got to go to the draft, right, Kevin? Uh, no, well, you got to you got to see what happens in the playoff. You know, I mean, you could he does that and then has a you know has a poor game in the semifinals or the championship game, then you know. But look, his his progression this year from where he was in that fourth quarter against Texas through that. You know, his second interception of the game, a critical interception that really made the difference. Um, and to where he is, to making that throw, that that's, and then again, it wasn't just that throw. He has gotten better and better and better 
And all credit to him and Tommy Reese uh, for the way yeah. he's developed him and used him. I don't know. I, I you know, does he? He doesn't have. Obviously, he doesn't have to do anything. He can. He can do whatever. So if he, he stays, if he best, stays, but, does does Ty Simpson get five hundred thousand dollars to go to one of those other two? That Tennessee's got it. They've already given it. Uh, would it be best? To are you saying Tennessee son? would give? Are you saying Tennessee would give up on the guy that that his yeah. name you can't? It's hard to pronounce. Well, that, you, have, you can say, I say Tennessee. <laughs> you can say LSU or Auburn if you want to. Yeah. Now Auburn, look, look, Auburn. You know, you look at look. Peyton Thorne did some nice things in that game in the Georgia game, but Auburn had ninety three passing yards. Yeah. You, you can't. And Auburn's running game was great. I mean, they had a great design. And that's a concern for Alabama because two years in a row, the year before in Tuscaloosa with an interim coach in Cadillac Williams, Alabama, I mean, Auburn ran for 300 yards on Alabama. They, they only ran for 244 Saturday, but that's what gave them a chance to win. But Peyton Thorne, you're not going to win. And again, I hate to, to, to say it this way, but he's just not a championship quarterback. And not that anybody thinks Auburn's going to compete for a championship next year. They're not. They don't have that kind of personnel, and they won't even after this signing class. So this is not the – I don't, I don't know, know how they get signing either, class, but they will not have the, the yeah. 2008 Alabama signing class. I don't know that Ty would either, but he's – I thought he's pretty – I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know enough about him, his background. But it would, it, would it surprise anyone for if you if for someone to go from one rival to another – at that position, when you know you're not going to play, that the only way you're going to play is if the starter gets hurt. That you you are uh, you're a backup from day one. That's what's going to be very different about the Alabama quarterback room next year. If Jalen Milrow does come back, is he's the guy? There's no there's no debate. No. There's no doubt. There's no question. There's no competition. There's no South Florida repeat uh, next year. So I would love yeah. to know. How much money he makes off that one throw? Oh, Milrow. oh! How much was that throw worth, Kevin? Million, oh, million, seven figures. <laughs> yeah. Think about. Wait, I mean, wait. think of the merchant. Think of the merchandise you could sell. He's think already, of he's got shirts. He and Bond got shirts. And I, they probably got some guy that's doing it for them. They're getting a small percentage, but if they yeah. play their cards right, <laughs> yeah, they could make. What if I mean, and if if Daniel Moore does well, a painting, if Daniel Moore does a painting and and he signs it, he he and Isaiah Bond sign it. Yeah. What is that worth? Yeah. Well, what if what, what is that? Fre- what if Hugh Freeze leaves Auburn and Nick Saban becomes the coach at Auburn? Oh, <laughs> yeah. What, again, again, Barry, keep him away from the eggnog. There we go. All right, Kevin, tell everybody where they can find. We can go all day. Tell everybody where they can yes, get, we could. get your great stuff. Yeah, follow me on, on X slash Twitter at Kevin Skarbinski. You get links to my Monday columns in the lead. It's Birmingham lead, L-E-D-E dot com. You can subscribe to that daily newspaper. Come straight to your email inbox. And, and my Thursday newsletter, Scarbo Knows. You can find ways to subscribe to that at al.com slash sports. So check it out. And obviously a lot of very interesting things still to happen in this football season. Starting on Saturday. Yeah, we didn't even get a chance to talk about the Georgia game. Anyway, but thanks, Kevin. Yeah, it should be a good one. Yeah. Thank you, thank <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. See you. All right, Alabama you. One, you want to purchase that car of your dreams? Get the loan out at Alabama One. Rates as low as 3.99%. Terms available to 84 months. Get pre approved uh, before you shop. They also have an Alabama One auto mile. Go to the website, www.alabama1.com. 
org. All right, phone lines are open the rest of the show, 205-342-9904. No, some marketing guy, let me know how much that throw's worth. And quit letting, Milro and those guys don't need to let people make shirts for them and them get all the money and them get like 10%. (laughs) These guys can make a fortune off of this. You listen to Tide 100.9, it's the home of Alabama sports. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Tide 100.9. We're going to thank Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, believe me, you don't want it. I would get to this top of the hour break. We get back to the phone lines. We hope we got two calls holding, uh, more calls uh, to come in, 205-342-9904. I got a question for you, Dad, at the top of the second hour. Um well, I'll go ahead and ask it to you now. I want people to think about it and call. Should Alabama or do they sit down with Jalen Milrow and say, okay, do they have a department over there that does this? All right, you just had this unbelievable event happen to you. This is how we're going to maximize your NIL right here. Uh, we can do merchandise. We can, should they sit him down and have a someone there to sit him down or do they and help him? Uh, maximize his earning potential over something so big uh, that he could make literally seven figures. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get back. This is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the center, we got a wreck on 69 near Maxwell Loop Road. You can expect delays there. Some minor congestion around the area, especially on 43 up at Mint Larry. Now, if you see other conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. In the NFL, Monday Night Football saw the Bears pull out a 12-10 win over the Vikings. Chicago snapping a 12-game losing skid against division opponents without scoring a touchdown. They got a Cairo Santos 30-yard game-winning field goal with 30 seconds left, his fourth field goal of the game. For Minnesota quarterback Josh Dobbs did have the lone touchdown of the game on a 17-yard pass to tight end TJ Hawkinson with about five minutes to go. But he also had four interceptions in the game that kept Chicago in it. Bears improved to 4-8 and eight on the season. Minnesota Sort of drops to six and six. They are still holding the final wild card spot in the NFC. NFL news: The Carolina Panthers fired first year head coach Frank Reich after a one and ten start to the season. In the NBA, the 76ers crushed the Lakers one thirty eight to ninety four. That forty four point loss, the worst in the career of Lakers star LeBron James. Nuggets without star Nikola Jokic knock off the Clippers in LA one thirteen to one hundred four. Reggie Jackson thirty five points, thirteen assists for. Denver. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Knifer. Andrew's my agent. Let Andrews come yours. He's at uh, 4705 
McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Don't just pay your bill. Uh, make sure you know what you got, what you need. Uh, make sure you got enough coverage. Do you have too much? Let Andrew uh, look at your current situation. He can assess it. Uh, he can get you a quote uh, for home, life, auto, whatever you need. Email it right there to you. You will do what I did make the switch with Andrew Knifer and Allstate Insurance. Deb, before we get to the phone lines, should Alabama, uh, not Alabama, but any school, we have a Jalen uh, Miro situation here where it's a, it's a throw that will go down uh, in the history of Alabama football to beat Auburn there. Uh, people are very excited, very excited about him. So he, you know, you got to capitalize while you're hot. Should they sit him down or have someone sit him down and say, okay, these are the things that, that you need to do to maximize your potential there, or do you just kind of leave these kids on their own in these situations? Well, like in that case, you, he, he, is, uh, he is not allowed to be involved with an agent. But I do think that uh, behind the scenes, he could hire an agent and then have the agent or have somebody that's really smart in advertising, not advertising, I'm not using the right word, and, and, and helping people uh, make money off of their success. But there's so many leeches out there that try to get their claws in here yeah, right now and right. take advantage of him. Or I think Alabama should, there well, should be a buffer there yeah, for those guys. Well, if the university will would, would do that, uh, you know, the young man that caught the pass, he wants half of it. Yeah, he's going, well, he needs some too. Uh, but I think that, that's where you could, you know, that's where that is true NIL. Yeah. That's not giving it to him before they get here. Like, he, his name, image, and likeness right now is at an all-time high. Yeah. To me, that is true. That is what NIL was all about. All right, get to the uh, uh, Andrew Knifer hotline to get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Hey. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Did the better team win the ball game? Uh, yeah, well, the better team, yeah, the better team that day, no. Okay, the better team won the ball game. That's the bottom line. However, you're not going to agree with what I'm fixing to say, but that first play, that face mask, that set the game up how it's going to be called. The referee was going to use it. Excuse me. This is my opinion. This ain't, this ain't set in stone. Okay. Uh, how the game was going to be called. He's going to, he's going to make people think that he's trying to make up for that call. Dad hit it on the head when it, I think there's so much pressure in these games and I hate to use the word choke. But I think these officials choke sometimes on these call, missed calls. Uh, that they, they, fish is not easy. It's not easy. And I think they, they cave to the pressure, not cave, but there's a lot of pressure on them, just like these players. And I think they freaking choke a lot of times, to be quite honest with you. Well, you could, you could be, there'd be something to that. But however, I was not aware who those official was until someone told me. I don't think I don't think. Well, what, what are you fussing about with the officials? Well, let's, uh, the whole the, the the way the game was called. However, there was the same crew that called the Tennessee game last. Year. <clears throat> what what, what, did, they, what did they do bad? What did they do bad besides it? miss the uh, besides the call? They missed the face mask call against Alabama. Well, the punter got knocked down once when he punted the ball. And you can't go over and lay on the punter when you block. You can't. And are you sure about that? Are you sure? Are you sure about that? 
you can lay for a, for a few seconds before they call anything. Well, he laid on there for a good while. However, in three men in motion, you cannot do that. Yes, you can. You, you can. can. I just think they have to go in motion at the same time. Yeah, but you, you can't, when it's not the ball, it can't be three men in motion like that. Do you think, do you th- do you the, think the officials in that game were cheating? Well, I don't they, think they want three to get guys up Alabama in motion. I'm going to leave it at that, Coach. Those three guys in motion, uh, I don't know, if it, but it made Alabama jump off. They jumped off. That's where they got them. So you were thinking that, and it was illegal that Alabama, that uh, Auburn did that. I, I wish somebody called and gave me the rule. I don't know the rule on it, to be honest with you. Well, I tried the, to look the, it up. Well, well I, well, that's what I've heard been told. However, but don't believe just because people tell you that, Bryce, uh, because people were saying you couldn't have three in motion. And Martin Houston knows. I listened to him. He says you can't have three in motion, but they got to start at the same time. So we got to know the rule. We need, maybe we need to get an official on. Well, Coach Saban called it. I think Coach Saban sometimes, you know, there's things that happen. Uh, Auburn always does that to him. He, Hugh Freeze, I mean, uh, Gus Malzahn had plays that he thought were illegal and that weren't illegal. They find little nuances. Coach was complaining. Coach was complaining because there was three men in motion. Yeah. That's what Coach was complaining about. I'm going to say, I'm going to say one more thing and then get off of here. Uh, we're talking about, this morning, instead of talking about how much money they're going to make. See, the money has run the game. And I knew it was going to come to this. We need to be talking about how we're going to beat Georgia, not how much money Milrose is going to make. Milrose not worried about that, but I'm just saying you got to, uh, like Dad would tell you, when you're a hot coach, you better get as much money as you can because eventually they're going to fire well, you. And so you got to get it and you got to strike while you're hot. Is that something we should be talking about? We should be talking about how we're going to uh, well, talk show is what we talk about, yeah. That, Alabama's not talking about it in that building over there, but we are. Well, I'm just I'm just trying to tell you all, it's funny how things have evolved is the point I'm trying to make. There. Well, everybody knows that, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very sad how it has turned out, guys. Well, in it's, this it's situation... It's no fun no more. It's all but, about the dollar. In this situation, Money corrupts and burns everything, guys. In this situation, Bryce... I think is why NLL was brought was put in for situations like what happened with Milro, not giving them like the Tennessee quarterback that's supposed to get eight million dollars before he even gets there. That was not what NIL, NIL was. Uh, this is what it was for. I don't have a problem with that because people are going to pay for it, and and he earned it on the field. Well, uh, I agree with that, but that's not, that's it's just sad that it's come to this. Is the point I was making? Yeah. Well. We can't talk about how how fun it is. Well, it may, it may be it may be it may be sad, but if I'll, I'll bet you fifty dollars, if I were to say when you hang up, everybody call in that uh, has a son like uh, Ty Simpson, and Auburn's offered to give him five hundred thousand five hundred thousand dollars to come to Auburn and play. Would you let him go? No, no, I think that's sad if that if something like that were right. to happen. Sure it is. But that's the point I Milrow, it's not God, sad go. <laughs> for him to be able to make whatever he can make off of this because he earned it. That to me is not sad. Well, I, I don't have right. a problem with that. It's just the the part is people want before they come to school. Uh, I'll come down there. You give me five thousand dollars to come and visit. That's the part. I and Coach Saban can't stand it neither. 
Yeah, no, I don't like that. I don't like to, I don't want it in recruiting because those kids haven't done anything. Well, that it is. That's the problem. No, I agree. I agree with that. Thank you, Bryce. You like you said, to let the horse out of the barn. You can't put him back. It's galloping, now. Bryce. It's galloping. All right, back to the uh, Andrew Conifer hotline. Get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. My God, what was that? Well, it was, I I like to stir them up, Tom. I just, you know, we just got we just got through watching one of the greatest football games in the history of football. I don't see anything that's ruined the quality of football whatsoever. Alabama and Auburn going at it all afternoon. Now, I will say this: I agree with the fact about those referees. They were completely incompetent at Tennessee last year. Do you think they, they choked, were, Tom? Do you think they, they choked? In, yeah, they choked. They choked to the – they caved into the pressure of the fans because yeah. Alabama would block somebody and the fans at Auburn would boo because their player got blocked and the referees start reaching for the damn flag. And uh, But, I mean, it was they, – they were incompetent last year. They were incompetent this year. Player on the sidelines, even Gene Testatory – the CBS referee in the booth was up there. Yeah, it's good. He did that's the number. That's the number two. That's the that's t- number two group in SEC. Replay. Look at the, Oh no, it's not a catch. I'm uh, I'm a Big Bird's little brother, and I know. And uh, so I mean, it's just just stupidity every which way you go with these referees in the SEC anymore. And are you, you one of these? Uh, are you one of these Gary Danielson haters too, Tom? Yeah, I despise Gary Danielson. I think I think things? Gary Danielson he's is. Ter- I think he's terrific. He's I think he's an absolutely terrific. Did he harp on that missed face mask too much, Tom? Well, yeah, all day long. <laughs> I thought was, I thought he was, was terrific. Was I think he's the best. I think he's the best, Tom. Tom, me, me and you are buddies, but I think he's the best. I know, I know you like him, and I know why <laughs> you like him. Does that, well, you don't know why I like him. Does that affect, how you, so, does I, that affect how you feel about Dad, Tom? That he likes Gary Dan? Does that, does that really? No, does that affect absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I know why he likes Gary, but here's the thing: I oh, yeah, am a oh, professional listener. I listen. I know. I hear voice inflection. I know when somebody is being one sided. And but that's okay if y'all don't pick up on it. I got it covered. No, you, uh, my hell, y'all gotta home. love Herb Street because Herb, Herb Street loves Alabama, right? He well, was he was dancing, dancing in the booth when yeah. they made that throw. <laughs> yeah. He was dancing a jig down there at the, at the bottom of the thing because it was going to be a better, a better game when Alabama won help and they played out. Georgia. Yeah, help me out with something, Tom. Why is Herb, Why is Herb Street taking his dog everywhere with him? Why is he doing that? You know what? I'm not going into that. I, I just I think I'll start taking Sam with dog. me. He takes that dog. I, I know. I know. People, on the see, plane. I don't. I don't have the same. Uh, I, I don't. I don't care for animals like that. But the Bible says be kind to dumb animals, and I go by that. So if I got one want, named Sam, it's not dumb. I I realize that. I know the vet <laughs> that you take her down there to, and. Uh, and I, but I, you know what? That's fine. I don't care. Good. Uh, we got a uh, something on our app. You guys, agree? this is Brink from Rancho. Oh, I know why. Now, I remember why. 
He says, I agree. I like this guy. He says, I agree with Barry, with what Barry is saying. And Milrose plays lights out against Georgia, which is very possible. Odds of him going pro go way up. NFL teams are looking for the next Lamar Jackson. Is Brink right about that, Tom? Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think you've got to maximize your uh, earning potential. And if, if, uh, if somebody advises him, now would be a good time to enter the draft. You're going to get a, uh, a guaranteed contract for a million. Yeah, you got to do that. I mean, that, that, Coach Saban says that. Yeah. Coach, hey, Tom. First uh, hey, Tom. Why, why do I like Gary Danielson? Well, you like him because you think that he explains things so clearly. Yeah. And you understand his method of communication. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Good. That's good. You like Tony and, uh, Romo? You like Tony Romo? Yeah, I do. I do. I think I think he's good. He does the same thing, doesn't he? But he doesn't harp on missed calls. Well, I, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I hate to go into this every time we. But let me play. ask you this: Do do the announcers not uh, do they not have the right to at least? I, I don't think he likes Alabama Gary Daniels from what I hear. But do, don't they? He fakes it. But, I, but do they have the right to like like a team? Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. But they also have a responsibility to call it like it is. In other words, when when uh, Miro got hit in the fourth quarter going for a first down down there, that kid hit him in the neck and head. Was there. that not targeting? It was targeting. It was targeting. I was, was saying targeting. targeting the people you know I was what? with. If they Alabama, were calling me an idiot. Alabama lands at the feet of somebody with their helmet, it's targeting. And they are hard on that for days and days. Yeah, I was but with Alabama people, and I kept saying that was targeted. They told me I was stupid. Don't you think? Don't you but, think it's good that this show opens up the opportunity for you and everybody else to talk and argue? Don't you absolutely. think that's good? I love this show <laughs> beyond words. I mean, I absolutely Except love. It. You don't like? You don't agree with him? Well, he don't like me, but that's no, he loves you. But he, no, he anything Kevin Skarbinski or I do. Is wrong in Tom's But hey, I wanted to tell y'all something. I All want right. you to think about something. All right. You know, Philip called in and he made a, I think, the best point that's been made ever since I, we started talking about selection committee. And that is if a team is not in a championship uh, game this weekend, they don't get consideration for the playoffs. No, this year they don't. I agree. And, and and the reason for that is because you play in an extra game, strength of schedule is going to go up, right? Because you played just an extra game. And second, the 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 conference championship has always served as a uh, kind of a playoff game. Am I right there? Yeah, well, what teams? Here, what team? Y'all, what teams? Teams he referring to, Tom? I'm talking about uh, Ohio State. Ohio okay. State. Yeah. Ohio okay. State. All right. And, this and, year and I agree. This year playing. I agree. I agree. They're not playing. And yeah. then you got you got teams that's going to lose, and they're going to knock them out. Alabama loses, they're out, right? Yes. And y'all said that. I say that. Everybody says that. But uh, if but Florida State wins, are they in, Tom? Sir? If, if Florida State wins, are they in? 
and you're undefeated, you're in. I don't care how you got there. Okay. And then we're going to hear when they get killed in the first round. They should have never been in. We're going to hear that, you know, like we did. Like we did about TCU. But nobody talks about TCU beating Michigan. Then should Michigan have been in last year? Because TCU beat them. Well, then, you know what? That's a good one right there. Yeah. Anybody can beat numbers. anybody on any given day. That's true. That's true. I mean, you could be. You know, well, Barry said it yesterday. You know, when you get athletes and they get jacked up and the fans are uh, blowing and hollering and screaming and going on, they perform. Who is, uh, who is who is the best coach in this game in Atlanta on Saturday? Best head coach. You know what that is. I, I thought about that yesterday. I was reading an article <laughs> on some things that Coach Smart does. Why are we like, going and He's a lot like Coach Saban, but I got to give it to Coach Saban because Kirby – Learn from him. Yeah. But he's just, you got to admit, uh, Coach Smart's done an outstanding job this year. Yeah, when all you right. start going with best, you ha- I get asked all the time what was my best player. I say I never answer it. All I right, never Tom, answer Tom, last question. we got to let you go. <laughs> One of my go. best friends in the world's daughters getting married this Saturday at 6 o'clock. Well, you got to go. Do you have to go to the wedding? Can yes. you just get an extra gift and just go to the reception? No, you miss the you miss the game and go to the wedding. Can you have your you phone? Go to the wedding, can you have your phone on the game? No, during the wedding. Silent. No, silent. Yeah, and you're at the wedding. Silent. And her dad said, "We're gonna have the TVs at the reception. We're gonna have some. We'll have somebody call you and tell you the score. We're gonna have the TVs at the reception. Like, the game's gonna be over by the time we get to the reception. Yeah, I, I got news for you. Save the TVs. I got news for you. You Save. go. You go to that wedding because yeah. you will never." You will. There'll be ball games from now on, but you can't undo no. what you do to a good player. Yeah, that that, uh, that thrilling game. You gonna miss that thrilling game. We going should to penalize wedding. him for letting his daughter get married on the SEC championship. Now that is, uh, you know, when it's all guys, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then now his wife, I love his wife to death. So if she's listening, I'm sorry, Lee. Sorry. Thank well, you, you, don't want, you don't. All right. See you. Thank see you. you. Love all the show. Right. All right, Wayne's Pest Control serve over 100,000 customers across Alabama and Tennessee and Mississippi since 1973. That's the great folks at Wayne's. Make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1 and get $60 off your initial pest control service. When we come back, we got Cowboy and my main man, Digger. When we get back, it's the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine today, the high 51. Clear and cold tonight, the low 27. Tomorrow's sunny with a high of 56. Thursday, partly sunny during the day. Rain moves in Thursday night. The high Thursday, very close to 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 37 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Right, get right to the Alabama One Hotline. Go all the way out to Texas. Get Cowboy in. Good morning, Cowboy. Hey, Cowboy. How you doing, Coach and Barry? Hey, Barry, uh... 
I know y'all got on to me last year. I left the Alabama-Texas game at the end of the third quarter to come back to Dallas to my best <laughs> friend out here's daughter's wedding. So, Barry, you, you you got to go, buddy. You got to go. Is there any yeah, way out of it? Is there any scenario where you could get out of it and still keep your friendship? No. Well, I didn't think I didn't think I could do it. So I, I did what I thought. Yeah, was right. another problem I, I got is me, the other problem I, I got is is Caroline, my daughter, got married in Columbia, South Carolina, and this couple drove all the way to Columbia, South Carolina, for Caroline's wedding. So uh, that's a lot of pressure on me to be at this wedding. So I'm gonna have to be there. That's yeah. be, so anyway, yeah, well. You'll remember the wedding probably more than you might the Alabama Georgia football game. And <laughs> really? hey, Barry, you're an Auburn fan now, so what? You know, Emma, your family ties are at Auburn now, right? Well, I'm an Auburn fan. Oh, your your son's going to play baseball there. Well, I don't mean I have to be a fa- Auburn fan. Does? Well, I, mean, I could be a baseball yeah. fan, but I could still be an Alabama. We were we were giving him a lot a hard time. He was. He was getting a hard time on the text group, Jack was. Uh, he was, he had one foot out the door about to sprint to Toomer's corner, but, uh, he didn't get to go. So. Oh, Lord. Mm, hated that I, corner. I don't, I don't get that Toomer's corner deal. He said uh, that my daughter's husband texted him too right before the play and said something about you're going to be able to da- dance on your family's grave. He said, I knew that he should not have sent that. And then next thing, next play, you know, Milrow threw one right in the corner. So he's blaming my daughter's husband, who's a Clemson fan, for the loss. So he spoke too soon. Oh, anyway. Well, um, you know, you're, you guys might be on to something about this Jalen Milrow. You know, I think he's having a better year than the AR AR-15 had last year at Florida, and, you know, he's such a high draft pick. Mm-hmm. Would he go fourth in the NFL draft? Mm-hmm. And that throws Jalen Milrow through to Isaiah Bond. My goodness, that was a frozen rope. How much is that worth? Or... How much is that throw worth, Cowboy? Woo! Millions. <laughs> Millions. <laughs> it is. If he, if he, if he capitalizes no, on I'll, it. I'll guarantee that he's already painting it. He's already painting it right yeah. now. Yeah. My goodness. I don't care if he had no pressure or not to throw that throw. And that was not a Hail Mary. That was a single throw to a corner to one guy. There was no, wasn't no Hail Mary to it. I mean, it wasn't guys around jumping, tipping, none of that. That uh, was a one-on-one no, throw. I'm giving Noah a great idea for a story. you got to research. How much is that throw worth? We'll, see, we'll never know. I'd well, say that's a $25 million oh, throw. Oh, cowboy, it ain't no $25 million. $25 million? <sighs> Over his contract in the NFL. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about name, image, and likeness with Alabama people. Making shirts, paintings, uh, autographs. You know, all the things that name, image, and likeness is supposed to be, what can he make off of that one throw? Over his lifetime, he might make $25 million off of it. He could, maybe, if he if he does it right. Uh, should Alabama help him maximize it? I don't, I don't know if that's their position or not. He comes yeah, back. I guess they probably yeah, so maybe If you come back, well, you can make more money off of that one throw than you can make in the NFL. Oh, well, he could do yeah. both. Yeah, yeah, he could do both. 
All right, Cowboy. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, sir. Hey, hey, Barry, one last thing. That was a big win by the Alabama basketball team to rebound after a disappointing performance against Ohio State and beat a good Dana Altman coach team, wasn't it? Uh, Oregon's good. Uh, they play Clemson tonight. I don't know if Clemson can score enough, but Brad Brunell is an excellent coach. He'll have a great plan for Alabama, so be interested to watch that game tonight. Yeah. All right. You guys be good. Thank you, Cowboy. Go to that wedding. All right, back to the uh, Andrew Knifer hotline and get Digger in. Good morning, Digger. You know, Bryce and Tom, you really need to check their emotions before they kind of call in. <clears throat> got their panties in a wad about the official. Seriously, I can see Tom shimmying in his little man panties about this whole thing. You know, come on. You thought the officiating was good? Did you think it was good? I didn't think it was good, but for you to be worried, for Alabama to be worried about cheat shotting, that's y'all second nature. Y'all do that a lot. Come on. Let's get ourselves. I got a bad, I got a bad problem for you. What? I studied everything I could study last night. And right now, unless I change my mind, I'm taking Texas, giving the 14 and a half. Got a good bet, Digger? Oh, I wouldn't touch that. I need. <laughs> you said that yesterday, Digger. You tried to help him. I wouldn't. If my, I'm telling you, if I had to put my house up, I'm putting OSU on there, man. I'm telling you, that coach is no dummy. Bag of tricks. He does it all. Okay. Seriously, he, he lost to South Alabama. He grows a lot of hair, too. Huh? He grows a lot of hair on top of his head, too. He's got a lot of hair. Yeah, the mullet. <laughs> it's a mullet. That's just little... Uh, oh, it is? He gets a million... <laughs> it's fake. He gets a million dollars for that mullet. All right, what are you now, Digger, be, be honest now. Seriously, don't... Well, I'm don't serious. Rate the uh, Texas A&M higher. Oh, Thank God that didn't take place. Trailer's still out there. So, yeah, thank God they went with Elka. You didn't take trailer? Trailer ended up going to Houston. I think that's a good hire, but still, you got to look at the coordinators. They got $11 million for the coordinators. Yeah. $11 million to spend for the coordinators. I think that's enough. I think he Well, all, that, not just the coordinators, it's, it's the whole staff. Yeah. I think they're going to be go, they're going to be okay if they let him coach. It's the same problem in Texas. You got about ten billionaires meddling with the athletic department. If I'm going to give you a hundred million dollars, I'm going to get to do what I want to do over there. What keeps Texas A&M from winning? Big bad hires. Come on, bad hires. There's something there's something more to it than just bad hires. They, you, so you did hear the story about Mark Stoops and everything. That athletic director no, made the ultimate yeah. decision. That was, that was a bunch of hokey. Mark that was hokey. He wanted Mark Stoops, and he didn't check with the board. He said, okay, we're going to bring in Mark Stoops. And the board said, no, we don't want him. Go back and find another one. He said, buddy, you need to check with the board before you make a decision on a coach. I think Mark Stoops had already told his staff he was going. Right. He said, I'm coming. And then he, the guy had to call back and say, dude, they don't want you. <laughs> like, I got to go with somebody else. All right. Do you, you think, uh, how do you think uh, taking uh, 
Georgia and giving six is. I ain't going to do that. What do you mean, Georgia giving six? Well, I mean, Georgia, buddy, minus, Georgia minus six. Georgia minus six. Listen, let me tell you what you got a problem with. What, what? That tight end is no joke. <laughs> okay? And if he's out on the field, you're going to have to figure out a way to stop the running game. Take the Oregon. Take Oregon minus nine and a half. Oregon nine. Down to nine. Nine and a half right now. Uh, in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Down, down to nine. Yeah. All right, uh, Digger. Anything else? Revenge. Hey, Digger, revenge. Digger is. Uh, well, I keep hearing all these rumors about, and it's just people playing around about um, Arch Manning transferring. Any truth to that? Hey, you got to play last week. Yeah, but uh, no, he didn't use the red shirt. <laughs> That's Peyton, Peyton's around there too much, isn't he? Peyton, you mean it's not? Peyton. I never see him. It's not Peyton's son. It's uh, I know it is. But Peyton's always on TV too much. No. Cooper, Cooper's there every game. All right, wearing the burn orange. But what it, year it is? It looks uh, weird, what, what but it looks te- also what, good. What year is Texas's quarterback? He a sophomore? Uh, he'll be a junior next year, but it'll be. He's got to come back anyway. Well, so you think Manning does Manning Arch, stay? Arch is going to be the backup next year, mm. not Malik Murphy. Malik Murphy's transferring out, and so, and that's that's exactly how Archie wants it. Archie wants it that way because he doesn't hey. want to be thrown in the fire like Peyton. Yeah. And Eli didn't start till he was a junior at Ole Miss. So yeah. But, Texas is going to have home field advantage in this game, aren't they? Yeah, games in AT&T Stadium. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. I'm telling you, I like that. I like needles with this game. That's a lot of points. It's the coach. Gundy, he knows everything. About what? I'm telling you. He didn't know anything about about Central Florida. Central Florida beat the crap out of it. He didn't know nothing about uh, South Alabama. No, that was in the rain. That was in the rain. (laughs) But I'm telling you, look, he had no business being in the... uh, You think think I'm putting a jinx on you by blue plate, I can tell. Yeah, you are jinxing me, but... And listen... Doug Bell to pick Texas. You'd be in trouble if he picks Texas. Look at that running back they have. He's a Dope Walker Award winner. Nobody, he's got more yards than anybody, and he is very difficult to bring yeah, down. I'm the only one on the show that he knows who Dope Walker was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was a digger, though. Thank you, digger. Let you go. All right, just something about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Have an accident that could have been avoided? Maybe it wasn't an accident. Maybe it's just carelessness on somebody that was involved with you. Prince Glover at Hayes, 345-1234, can visit with you on the telephone and sort that out and decide if you need to come by 701 Ricevine Road and visit with them and take let them take your case. And for lack of a better uh, anything, take your case is what they do. They take your case and they go run with it and they do a good job with it and the success they've had over the years is is phenomenal. Three four five one two three four, Prince Glover and Hayes. Tell them you heard on inside the locker room. PrinceLaw.net is the website. They don't win, you don't play. We got an email from Ricky. Uh, Tom, you listen. He says, "Caller Tom, 
He is my favorite caller. He's smart, up to date with what it take. What makes him the best is when he follows Bryce, makes him look like a genius. Love the show. I just took a shot at Bryce. It was a tied 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Noah? Noah? Going to break, Noah. Noah was, Noah was reading something in there. Can't read. Noah, to break. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the center, we got a wreck on 69 near Maxwell Loop Road. You can expect delays there. Some minor congestion around the area, especially on 43 up at Mitt Larry. Now, if you see other conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. Nissan. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Tuscaloosa Toyota, go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. You can look at all the new inventory, the used inventory right there on the website. You also can schedule a service uh, right there. The holidays are here. A uh, great opportunity to buy someone your loved one, a car there at 3325 or a truck, 3325 Skyland Boulevard East, or go buy that Grand Highlander. I love talking to uh, just about the Grand Highlander, a hot uh, SUV out there, bigger SUV, but uh, it's priced right. So swing by uh, today and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. All right, go all the way to Gulf Shores and get Tim in. Good morning, Tim. Hey, Tim. You back, fellas? <laughs> no, well, I'm in, I'm in uh, Silicaga right now, but I'm going back Friday and going to be down there for a couple of weeks. If you come down, we'll tee it up. All right. What you doing in Silicaga? That's where he lives. Well, I had a text yesterday from Marty Smith. I didn't realize he was the new coach at Silicaga. Uh, yeah, uh, how about you know, that? Do you know Marty? Oh, yeah. I, I, I went to see that game when his team played that guy that came to Alabama that was such a good guy from North Alabama, and they played at the Fair Park Arena, okay. or UAB, I think. And uh, I thought he did one heck of a coaching job to beat that bunch. Yeah. That big yeah. six eight guy, Richard somebody that went to Alabama. Hendricks. Richard but Hendricks. That's it. That's it. Yeah. He 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 had his team upset them. And, yeah. uh, I wow. wanna ask you something about basketball, but I wanna make this point. I'm not trying to change anybody's mind. Everybody says, Here's why I think Alabama will get in, here's why I think Alabama won't get in. Well, I'm not as old as your dad, but I'm mm. close. And to me, the most truism there ever was is follow the money. Second most is everything's political. And I don't care who the SEC champion is, but if Alabama wins that and they're the SEC champion, that committee, they don't care about making Texas, Ohio State, whoever else mad. They don't want to make Greg Sankey mad. That guy is the most powerful guy in college football, arguably. Good point there. So well, if you what, piss what, off what Greg think, Sankey, you, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me why think. do you think they care? If you piss off Greg Sankey, there's going to be hell to play down the road, and they don't know when or where it's coming, but it will come if the SEC champions. And Greg Sankey don't care. If any SEC school, it's just – 
they better put the SEC champion in those playoffs or there's going to be hell to pay. How are they going to do that, though? If 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 Alabama wins and there, there's no upsets, what are they, how are they going? Who are they leaving out? They're going to do it. They don't care, well, and they, they don't care who out? they make mad. <laughs> who are they going to leave out? All I'm saying is, Barry, when you're adding up, you got all the reasons why you think they should, and all the reasons why you think they shouldn't. Under the one where you think they should is do not make Greg Sankey mad because you did not put his team. In the championship game. Okay. And when I say his team, it's an SEC sure. team. All right. Then who are you going to leave out? Don't care. I don't know. I don't know what the committee's going to do. Hey, but I've seen committee. You remember when they jumped Ohio State over a bunch of people and put them in fourth, and the next thing you know, they win the thing? I just don't that think you've ever can had do a... anything they want to do and make some kind of lame explanation. About but I don't think you've ever had a situation like this uh, where the team of Fred Alabama beat them. Uh, you got all these undefeated teams in different conferences, so it's not going to work itself out in championship games. I think this is a unique. Would you agree to this? This is a unique year in college football. Oh, absolutely! It, it, it would have been the best year to start twelve, and I've heard y'all say that before. Sure. It would definitely have been the best year for twelve. And I'm not arguing with you. I'm not saying. I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm just saying. Don't make Greg Sankey mad. Is something that committee's going to have to consider, and they may say, "Hey." We don't care if we make him mad or not, but I don't believe that. I mean, that guy, I don't think the NCAA wants to make Greg Sankey mad because he swings enough weight, he could change the whole face of college football more than it's already changed. Yeah. But, hey, here's the, here's the other thing I want to talk about. Before I call a couple of old coaching buddies from Birmingham and we come down to Tuscaloosa, I just want to make sure I'm going to be able to get in that game Thursday night. If it's a sellout and I drive all the way over and can't get in, eating at the Bright Star ain't a good enough reason. You're talking about which game? My game? Your game with Austin. Uh, I ain't going to be able to get in. Yeah, Austin won't bring anybody. Uh, you should be able to get in. If you don't call me, I'll let you in the back door. Okay. All right. Well, hey, y'all have a good coach. If you come down, let's tee it up. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, do you. Do you really think and this is probably a stupid, that politics and all that factor into this stuff. I just don't think those committees sit there and say, uh, bring politics into each individual person. I just, you know. I, just, I, I think, the only thing I think is. And I hear people say, well, look at Oregon's schedule. When I watch Oregon play, they look so fast. I just think they look like one of the top four teams to me. So I don't know who they've beaten. I don't know all that. But What I'm going to do is when this thing is over with, he's going out and we'll get Bill Hancock on our show. Okay. And that way we can get Bill to tell us whether they, whether they vote separately or they, whether they hash it out as a group or what they do. Um, I don't know. If there's, if there's no upsets, is there any way you leave out the SEC champion? I don't think you can. That's what Gary says. But I don't know who you – if you say that, if Michigan wins, um, Washington wins, Florida State wins, Texas wins. You got Florida State. Um, are you going to jump? See, I, I, I hate to say State? this. I hate to say it, but I will because I'm not going to use it. But the best bet is is taking uh, Georgia and, and giving the six. You think? I think it is. But I'm not going to fool with it. Yeah. All right. We'll take this last break and wrap up the show. We got time. Maybe squeeze in one or two phone calls. 205-342-9904. You're just a tie to 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.
Tide 100.9 traffic. From the center, we got a wreck on 69 near Maxwell Loop Road. You can expect delays there. Some minor congestion around the area, especially on 43 up at Mint Larry. Now, if you see other conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody. It's Gary Harris. Coming up Tuesday morning, we got another great show on tap for you. Drew DeArmond talking ball with the Rocket Man. Also, the Titans Report with Kayla Anderson, your phone calls, and much more. That's the Gary Harris Show, Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine today, the high 51. Clear and cold tonight, the low 27. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 56. Thursday, partly sunny during the day. Rain moves in Thursday night, the high Thursday, very close to 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 39 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Alabama One, looking to purchase that home of your dreams. Go get that mortgage out at Alabama One. They'll take great great care. If you're a first-time home buyer, they have a Fannie Mae home ready first-time home buyer mortgage that will help you uh, all the way through the process from start to finish. Uh, it's, it's a stressful situation buying a home, so let Alabama help you from start to finish. Go to www.alabama1.org. I got a couple minutes, a couple phone calls. Uh, we'll get right back to the Alabama One uh, hotline. Who is that online too there, Noah? Uh, who we got? We got Tony. All right, go to Tony. Good morning, Tony. Hey, guys. Hey, um, Good, man. How you? Um, I, I got to tell you, Coach uh, Sanderson, Wimp, I, I, I completely agree with you. I think that's the safest bet to take Georgia. I I don't I, – I look at Alabama. Of course, I'm a huge fan, and I, I study a lot of what they do. And I just – Georgia don't make the mistakes that Alabama has continuously made from week one to now. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. With, well, if I do it, I get everybody beating me up, so I don't know if I want to do it or not. So. Well – I mean, a win's a win, right, Coach? Your obligation <laughs> is, win, is, win, is win. to put a W on the on the win column. We should let we should let Doug Bell get to, get him to pick. Oh, no, I'm Georgia. trying to win. Yeah, Doug. Yeah, Georgia. he should. I wish he would have picked Georgia. <laughs> have um, you ever seen a guy pick games that bad? Fourteen thirty. No, I haven't. Beautiful. <laughs> that's pretty bad. That yeah. that is bad. Yeah, that's um, hard to be that well, bad. It's hard yeah, to be that bad. Yeah. Let me ask y'all this real quick. If the, if everything holds serve, let's say all the favorites win. Okay. So Georgia wins, Florida State wins, all these teams win. Uh, well, let's just say who, who would get in if Florida State lost if Georgia won? Would it be Ohio State getting back in? Uh, it'd be if Washington held serve and Washington I beat think, Oregon. I think Texas. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Texas. Okay. Well, yeah. 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 Texas. I think Texas is going to get in. Um, we got one team too many. Before, before, I know. before to get in. You need. Texas. I could actually see if the best scenario for Alabama would be for Alabama to beat Georgia, Michigan, of course, to win out, Washington to get uh, Washington to probably beat Oregon, and um, 
that would be Texas winning. I think you could get Alabama and Texas in along with Washington and Michigan. No doubt. If Florida State loses, of course. Yeah, well, so that would be, you, you be the best Florida scenario State, for them. You need Florida State and Texas to lose. If those things happen. I think Alabama and Georgia could get in. Otherwise, I think there's major problems. Uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, like I said yesterday, I think a lot of Alabama fans are putting the cart before the horse. So, y'all take it easy, guys. Thank you. If Alabama right. doesn't beat Georgia, then all this is mute. Uh, it's going to be Michigan. Maybe, it's just a matter of who's number one, Michigan or Georgia, in that scenario. That's it for today's show. We'll get out of here. That was a fun show, was a fun show today. Uh, thank you, Noah. Uh, getting all the phone calls in. We appreciate all the calls, all the interaction. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.